You're listening to All Things Photo. This episode is sponsored in part by Breakthrough Photography. So if you're in the market for an incredible filter, head on over to eldridgephoto.com, find our sponsors page, and click the link to Breakthrough Photography. In this episode, I talk about the Shimoda Action X 50. I'm back. That's right. This is episode nine of All Things Photo. And I thought by changing the name to All Things Photo, I have a lot more to talk about. Yet, here we are. I am nine episodes in, and I haven't really talked a whole lot about photography. What I have talked a lot about is the fact that I moved and I did all of that stuff and my whole life was turned upside down while I was trying to get everything ready and photography fell off and then it came back and then I got a Z9 and I've been out shooting and I've been having a blast, but I haven't been talking about it a lot. And that's, you know what, that's okay. I'm here, I'm not going anywhere, I'm gonna keep talking about photography because that's what I love to do especially if I'm not actually out doing photography. And right now I'm not. I'm sitting in my office talking to you guys. I had a friend of mine tell me something about the way that I do podcasts, although podcasts aren't nearly as bad as the way that I do YouTube videos. So I'm a little stiff in the YouTube videos. I come across as trying to be overly professional and not really myself. And I think to some extent, probably on the podcast is a little bit the same way. So I'm going to try to get out of that habit. I want to have a conversation about photography with you all. Now, it's a one-sided conversation because you're listening and I'm talking. But still, I want you to feel more like you know me and less like I'm preaching to the choir kind of thing. So Delphin, thank you for always being brutally horribly honest with me and making me feel like a very, very small person. So thank you very much for that. I mean, no, I mean, thanks for your criticism. I mean, your constructive feedback. Um, Anyway, Delphin, I'd like to have you on the show at some point, and then we can talk about how bad at this you are, right? All right. Sorry, maybe not that loose, guys. Come on. So what are we going to talk about? This is all things photo. I think I could talk about pretty much anything photography related. Well, this is a visual art form, and this is an audio podcast. So as you can imagine, there are some limitations. So when I see photographs that I want to talk about, it's somewhat difficult to talk about them. But that's okay. We're going to find things to talk about. Probably a lot of gear. I like gear. I like collecting it. I like smelling it. I like looking at it, and I like buying it, although my wife maybe doesn't like me buying it as much as I like to buy it, but that's not important. Still, I love gear, so we're going to talk a lot about gear on this show. Uh, We'll talk a lot about photography. I want to talk about places that I want to go, places that I've gone. Since COVID, there really isn't anywhere that I've gone. I went to West Virginia, and that is a state full of trees and hills and curvy roads. And I really wasn't in the right frame of mind when we went. It was sort of in the middle of COVID, and my job at the time was pretty miserable. So I didn't really want to be in West Virginia, which is after being in West Virginia with a camera and not really putting it to use like I should have, 
it's kind of depressing because West Virginia is beautiful. It is really, really beautiful and curvy and lots of trees. Did I mention that? Because I grew up in East Tennessee where there's hills and curves and trees. And honestly, East Tennessee looks like the desert plains of Nevada compared to West Virginia. But anyway, I didn't, didn't actually want to talk about the West Virginia trip on here. I just kind of started rambling. And here we are several minutes in, and I haven't actually done anything. So that's okay, because I love talking about it anyway. What am I going to talk about in this episode? I have no idea. I just wanted to see if I could get an episode out, let you guys know that I'm still here. So perhaps we'll talk about maybe the Shimoda Action X50 that I bought. I have written up a full review on the bag. Or was that the f-stop that I wrote up? Hmm. Yeah, I've gotten two really top-end bags recently, which is uh, pretty sad since I only need one at a time. But I still have two because I, I like bags. Um, hi, my name is Jason, and I'm a camera bagaholic. Yeah. Over the years, I've gotten rid of several. I give them away sometimes. I take them to... Salvation Army. I try to sell them online, but I always end up buying more bags. And I, I think I finally figured out why. Honestly, do you remember the old cartoons? And, and for those people out there who used to play or still play, like some of us, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, there was something called a bag of holding. And you, you open up the bag and it doesn't matter what you put in it. It's the same size and it's the same weight. So if you put a chest of gold in it, it still weighs about a pound. And it, you can put it on your little belt and you can walk around. I think what the problem is with bags, at least in my mind, is that that's what I want. I want a bag where I can shove absolutely everything into it and the bag doesn't weigh anymore. Unfortunately, life isn't like Dungeons & Dragons. I can't just shove all this stuff in there and it not hurt my back. And it seems like I'm getting heavier and heavier gear. You know, I kind of went the mirrorless route, which was pretty light. And then I started getting the really heavy mirrorless stuff, which is really heavy, hence heavy mirrorless stuff. But anyway, I, I shove all that stuff in the bag and I put it on my shoulders and it's heavy and it hurts. Well, I got two bags. I got the F-Stop Gear Talopa and the Shimoda Action X50. Now, I had the Action X30 from Shimoda, and I really loved that bag, but for some reason, when I was in the market for a bag, I decided to go with F-Stop gear. I think partially because they sent me a bag to try out, and I enjoyed the bag, and so I bought the bag myself because I enjoyed it. But then I really loaded it up, and I had used it when I was testing it out, and it was fine. But I really loaded it up with all my new camera gear, and I was walking around for a little while, and the bag is fantastic, but it just wasn't as comfortable as my Action X30. Now, the Action X30 is smaller. You can't put as much stuff in it, so I thought for sure that's it. But I decided I was going to go ahead and get the Shimoda Action X50, which holds more gear, and so that's what I got. Now I have the F-Stop Talopa and the Shimoda Action X50, and I have to tell you, the Action X50 is wonderful. 
uh, you can load it up. It's not quite the bag of holding we talked about, but you can load it up with heavy stuff and put it on. And I don't know what they do, but the Shimoda is absolutely the most comfortable camera bag I've ever put on. Now, it's not perfect, but it's as close to perfect as, as I have found for a camera bag that's 50 liters. So other than the harness system, what is it about the Shimoda Action X50 that I like? I like the core units, the fact that you can mix and match and you can put whatever you want. And yes, the F-Stop Talopa has that. They call them ICUs, internal camera units, and you can get different sizes. But the Shimoda is a little bit different in that the dividers are thin. Now, you might not think that's a good idea because you're wanting padding, but these little thin dividers, they offer enough padding for anything that I've ever used. And like I said, I've had Shimodas in the past. I had them when they first came out. I had the Action X30, and I've extensively used them. I've never had any issue with the dividers. What's good about the fact that the dividers are smaller is that it does allow for more stuff in the camera bag. And in addition to that, it's a little bit lighter. So overall, the bags were around the same weight until you put the camera units or the core units inside them. And then the Shimoda feels a bit lighter. I didn't put them on a scale, so I can't give you the exact figures. And for those of you who really want those numbers, yeah, you can go to the website and grab a calculator. That's okay. I'm just going by what I feel. It feels much lighter. It feels better. It could be the better harness system, but the internal core unit is much lighter inside the Shimoda. This will also allow for a little bit more room for storage. With the Shimoda on top, it's got the flap that folds over and clips around and it looks really weird until you figure out that there's a right and a wrong way to clip that thing. But once you clip it in the right thing, it looks actually kind of cool. But anyway, you can open it up and that way you can shove coats and you can shove all kinds of stuff, food, everything that you want in the top and it keeps it separate from your gear and then you can roll it up to keep it dry. Now, I would trust this bag in a typical little rainstorm or a passing rainstorm, no problem at all. If it was going to be a torrential downpour, I would put the little bag on top of it. I think they're $9 or $14 or whatever it costs to, to get that you can cover the whole bag. So if you're in a torrential downpour, I would absolutely do that. But if it's just a passing storm, no problem, or a, a waterfall mist or anything like that, the, the bag's gonna hold up just fine. It has pockets absolutely everywhere on the outside, and that's awesome. It also has a system on the side. You open it up and it's got a little mesh thing. You can put water bottles, you can put that kind of stuff in there. It's also made for tripods. Now, what I liked about the original Shimoda that I had is that that little bag that came out, it was really wide and my really right stuff tripod and really right stuff ball head, the BH55, they fit down in there really, really nice. And it cinched up and it was great. Unfortunately, in the Action X50, that little bag is a little bit smaller and it just simply won't hold the tripod head. Now it'll hold the tripod just fine. You can put the legs down in there, but the, I like the idea of the tripod head being on the bottom so that the weight is on the bottom and it does, it's not gonna be top heavy at all, but unfortunately I can't do that. Now, I can turn it over and put it up there and use the straps and strap it in real good and not have it in any bag at all, and it's gonna be just fine. I've used it that way, 
But again, I would prefer that that little bag be a little bit larger so that it would hold the larger tripods because you know, you've got a larger camera bag because you're carrying more gear. So it would make sense that, that that would be a larger bag to hold the tripod. Again, absolutely not a deal breaker and you can use it without that, but I kind of like that little bag for the tripod. It does have a system in it for a water bladder, which is great. I love having water bladders. I have to drink a ton of water and I hate carrying water bottles for a few reasons. I don't like the idea of carrying a water bottle into the field because you could lose it, you could set it down somewhere, and now you've gone against uh, the nature first rules and, and you've left something horrible in the environment for whatever to get or for it to just degrade there and kind of make it a bad place to be. And nobody likes that. So I would prefer not to carry a water bottle. So having the water bladder is great. And this has a pass-through, and the water bladder is not in the same compartment as your camera gear. It's got a little pass-through for your hose, and it comes down your, it comes down the strap, and it hooks to the strap, and you can easily use it while you're walking. And I, I think it's absolutely wonderful. I've got a one and a half liter. I could probably do a two, maybe even larger liter bladder, which I would like to do. The one and a half doesn't seem to, to cut it. At least most of the time, I would like a little bit more water, but it'll hold it. So that's on me, not on them. So what else is it about the bag? Uh, one thing I don't like, uh, I do like the color green. It, I think it comes in green and black, uh, maybe another color. But the, the green is, well, it's not as dark as I would like, but I guess it's kind of uh, proprietary now. People can recognize the Shimoda bag real quick. You got people like Adam Gibbs and Nick Page, and those those folks are using them pretty regular, so it's easily identified. I but I prefer a little bit darker. I guess what would be the word tactical? Yeah, it's kind of weird to say I'd like a tactical camera bag, but that's kind of what I would like color-wise. But that's me. Other people probably like this green, and that's all right too. It is definitely better than the weird light blue that they had when they first came out. At least we have other options. All right, well, I have spent a lot of time talking about a camera bag that I didn't actually intend to talk about when I started the podcast. But that's okay because I love the bag. And uh, more importantly, I love the equipment that goes inside of it. It's not quite the bag of holding that I would like it to be, but none of them ever are, nor will they be until physics is no longer physics. Newsflash folks, if you put 50 pounds of gear in a bag, you're carrying 50 pounds of gear on your back. Uh, unfortunately, that's just the truth of it. So keep that in mind when you're loading it down. But having a good harness system like that on the Shimoda will go a long way to making it feel much easier to carry in the field. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this, and I hope you've enjoyed the more candid discussions that I'm having with you, even though, again, it's all one-sided because you're just listening and I'm talking. And again, Delphin, thank you for being overly critical and making me feel really, really bad um, about myself and about my photography and about my YouTube channel, which has all of two or three videos on it now because they're terrible and I'm a terrible... Thanks. Um, anyway, um, thanks. Thanks, Delphin. All right. <laughs> In all honesty, if you don't have a friend that is honest with you, then you don't have a lot of good friends. 
So I say it in jest all the time, but Delphin, I truly appreciate your honesty and telling me the truth will make me a better photographer. It'll make me a better YouTube presence. Well, if I can get more than two videos out and it will make me a better podcaster. So thank you very much for your truthfulness. I truly, truly appreciate it. All right, folks, that is all I have for this disjointed and somewhat long episode of just me talking to you about photography. You can find out more about me and what I'm doing if you go to my website, which is www.eldridgephoto.com. And from there, you can find me on all of my social media outlets. I just happened to pick up Vero recently. I don't have a link on my website, but now that I think about it, I've got to add that link. So if you're on Vero, definitely check me out. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, I'm there as well. So please find me. Let's talk about photography. You can let me know about anything you want me to talk about on the show and I'll give it a shot. Until next time, grab your camera, get off the couch, escape, explore, and create.